Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio using the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers in the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. So much to talk about, so little time. We're going to talk about balloons. We're going to talk about Biden, the State of the Union. We're going to talk about yesterday's broadcast. We're going to talk about the Honest Money Report. Uh, we're going to do all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about sheriffs. It's going to be a great, hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use. Talk Radio Day, I'll tell you that right now. Welcome to the broadcast. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net are our websites. A quick recap of yesterday's show. Man, we had an incredible roundtable, I'm telling you right now. It was Sam Bushman, myself. Of course, it was Lance Miliacho. He's host of the Big MIG podcast, his podcast powered by truth, thebigmig.com. We also had his co-host on, George Ballantine. Uh, he's the Big MIG co-host and producer. One of the slogans for their show is the tip of the spear, right? Um, great stuff, in my opinion. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right. To tell people what they do not want to hear. Oh, I love that. Boy, howdy, is that the truth? You might not want to hear the truth, but I have the right to tell it no matter what. Just go check the First Amendment for guidance on that. I have five guarantees. That's right. The, the right to worship, the right to peacefully assemble, the freedom of the press, freedom of speech, and a redress of grievance, right? Biden's socialist communist promoting... State of the Union, we talked about that some. Look, it was a clown show, folks. Jill Biden literally kissing Kamala Harris's husband on the lips. I mean, it was a freak show, people. You you go look at the Grammys and, and, and some of that kind of stuff, uh, and you go look at um, you know some of the performances we've just seen recently, and then you go uh, and see uh, this clown show uh, in, the <laughs> in the nation's capital with a State of the Union address. Joe Biden promoted socialism at every turn. He hinted getting the soul back of the country by promoting pro-death. I mean, I don't know how to even respond to this kind of hostile, anti-God agendas everywhere. It's getting worse because Americans need to turn to God and stand up, folks, and not enough of us are doing it. They call us the silent majority, and boy, howdy, we better quit being silent. I'll tell you that right now. We also had, in addition to myself... Lance and George, an incredible guest, his name, Michael Ray Cowry. He's an investigative journalist, by the way. He's also the co-founder uh, of a group. I don't even know how to say the name. PLVS. Um, anyway, he's got this strange website. It's hard to even, you know, pronounce. So I'll give you a different website that'll take you there as well, okay? 
But he talks about his group as a public intelligence agency and government watchdog group that curates reports through open source intelligence documents and more. And uh, they've put together what they call the Ericsson Report, showing how the criminal cabal of the uh, Swedish company Ericsson Electronics uh, is in bed with the U.S. government to spy on everything we do. It's a matter of national security, folks. This is no joke. This is serious. EricssonReport.com is where you can learn that. I'm sorry I don't have the other site. It's just a strange um, series of numbers. It means something, but it's it's hard to correlate. Just go to EricssonReport.com, and you can check it out. But look, Michael documents this matter of national security like nobody's business. All right. Um, there's really a Twitter thread that highlights some of this. Further documenting the Ericsson company driving, sponsoring, and funding of ISIS. Meanwhile, our government and the several agencies that are involved were fully aware of the misconduct and still allowed the most important contract controlling our 9-11 emergency services to go through this company to be awarded to a, quote, foreign Swedish telecom giant in Ericsson. Look, they were knowingly providing and enabling ISIS, all right? Now, Trump highlighted in a speech that Obama was the founder of ISIS and the Clintons were helping. Now, Donald, buddy, you're running for president in 2024, all right? Now, listen to me carefully. If your allegations are true, we need to be arresting Obama and arresting the Clintons immediately for a national security crisis, a treasonous act if they started ISIS and or, and or were involved in the creation of ISIS and the knowingly and willingly partnering with Erickson and the funding and promoting of ISIS, okay? If your allegations are false, Donald, you need to be arrested, sir. Here's what my takeaway is. Donald is right. Now, I'm not saying Donald needs to be arrested. What I'm really saying is, look, these allegations need to be vetted. But every time we turn around, we see more and more and more truth from Donald Trump. Is he perfect? No, he's not. But you know what? He's telling the truth. And when he does, we need to double down, investigate, and prove it correct and take action, not just talk. Curiously, the FCC ignored national security requirements for this contract negotiated with Ericsson. The contract was negotiated on behalf of another group called Newstar, uh, and Rodney Joff helped. He was, quote, uh, the cybersecurity and former Perkins attorney, Michael Sussman, involved in the negotiations as well. See, these people are being named now by investigative reporters who are doing the digging. I agree they get their day in court, folks, because I believe in the rule of law, but I'm telling you right now, we need to prosecute these people to the fullest extent of the law, and we need to do it now. While we're working on trying to solve the Ericsson crisis, the national security crisis uh, that this telecom company creates that spies on every single thing we do, an angry mob of transgender activists stormed the Oklahoma Capitol, folks. Is the mainstream press suppressing these news pieces so you don't know them? Everybody's just Twitter painted with a uh, Super Bowl. Everybody's, uh, you know, kind of uh, enamored with the satanic 
style halftime displays and uh, venue displays of, of entertainment we're supposedly seeing, right? Cartel violence now spills over into America. Yeah, the nations are considering military drafts as war looms. Yeah, are we taking a chance with Russia and the Ukraine with nuclear who knows what? What about Joe Biden's documents that he had at his house and scattered all over classified documents that had Ukraine relation to them? We're not going to talk about that while Swedish Ericsson Electronics spies on everything we do. Meantime, Hunter runs around like a rock star, but there's literally enough evidence to arrest him 50 times over, as well as his dad, who gave the State of the Union and lied to the American people. Folks, listen to me very carefully. This documentation by Michael and others at the Eric, or at ericksonreport.com is revealing the back door to a, quote, corporate spying apparatus being used to hijack our taxpayer-funded DNS services and Internet infrastructure and to spy on over 6.5 billion persons worldwide. Folks, that is just shocking. By the way, this will lead to the largest class action lawsuit likely ever filed in history. Why? Because people are sick of it, man. We're sick of being deceived and playing games. The only problem is, you know, the class action lawsuit depends on the courts uh, standing up for what's right. I don't know that they will, but it's, we got to try. We got to start somewhere. Give sendgo.com slash emergency 911. The numbers 911, emergency 911. You got to have a capital E on the emergency. Why? Because they're doing everything. It used to be case sensitive for a lot of this stuff, but now they're just making it harder and harder and harder for us to do anything that promotes liberty, to raise money, to defend liberty, to tell the tale, to speak out, to tell the truth, everything, everywhere, all the time, being blocked, shut down, manipulated, shadow banned. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. It's shocking. But you know what, folks? We, the people, can turn to God Almighty and repent. And if we do and we go to work and stand on the moral high ground, we cannot, we will not lose. I know that the uh, liberals and the anti-God folks don't want to hear that. They don't like it. It makes them just fume and rage and seethe with hatred. I get it. But I don't think we ought to run around with hatred in our hearts. We ought to run around with love in our hearts. We hope to politely educate them. Yeah, we politely want to educate them to the truth. Now, listen. They had a big old hearing on Capitol Hill about, you know, Twitter and all these companies, right? The problem that I have with every bit of this is the Democrats, you know, did a lot of bad. Uh, And the Republicans want you to know the Democrats did a lot of bad. But the Republicans don't want you to know that the Republicans did a lot of bad, too. You see, Donald talks about everybody banning him and shutting him down and what a shame that is, right? Well, a little bit of truth on Donald. He wanted tweets against him taken down i'll tell you about it and i'll tell you my thoughts it will do it on seconds right before the honest money report coming up on liberty roundtable live 
As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use, no doubt, continues now. Brian Rust of RushCreditGift.com with me. Welcome, sir. Thank you much, Sam. Glad to be here. Kelly Finnegan online joining the roundtable as well. Welcome, my friend. Thank you very much, Sam. Good to be with you. All right. I was talking about Twitter, brethren, just for a quick second here. Uh, And the reason that I'm talking about Twitter is because, I don't know if you know this, but Twitter had an outage, uh, leaving some users unable to tweet recently. I find that interesting as everybody's on Capitol Hill debating, you know, hey, you know, the Democrats are shutting everybody down and the Republicans want you to know it. And they make this big partisan point the finger at each other kind of fiasco. It's a disaster. Uh, It's not true. The deep state's against us all. Uh, And sadly, there's some people that are um, in a little bit of a, I don't know what word do you want to use for this. A little bit of a dishonesty everywhere about this. And I don't believe it's a Republican-Democrat-Partisan divide. I think that's the deception. Uh, but here's the deal. Evidence now has come out that the Donald Trump's White House asked Twitter in 2019 to remove a celebrity's post mocking the president. I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, there was a feud Chrissy Teigen, pretty foul-mouthed, making uh, statements about the president pretty, you know, Donald firing back that Chrissy Teigen's foul-mouthed and everything else, and that uh, her husband, John Legend, super boring. Uh, but you know what? Then she fired back at the Donald, and Donald wanted her tweets taken down. And now Donald's asking Twitter to remove tweets against him. I'm against this. 
Uh, they have a rule allowing up to three insult, three insults per post, they say. Um, but you know what? To me, I don't think we should take down Chrissy Teigen. Now, between you and me, I think she's a nutcase. I think she's a wacko. I think she's crazy. I think she's offensive. I think she bullied people and got caught doing it. I think she's really, really a bad actor. Um, and I don't mean actress. I mean a bad actor, meaning bad behavior. But you know what? She has her free speech rights to people. Okay? You disagree with what she says? Fine. I get it. I disagree with what she says. But dang it, I'm going to defend her right to say it, Kelly. Well, you know, this, this same thing happened in 1798 with the Alien Sedition Act that President John Adams didn't like it when people wrote or said bad things about the president and thought they should be able to shut that down. So this has been going on for more than 200 years. No, you got to let people have free speech. And it doesn't matter what side you're on. That's how it is. And welcome to America. Do you want to respond to this, Brian? I just, I'm just i defending Chrissy Teigen, and I know that sounds crazy. She's a pro-abortionist, abuser of everybody pretty much. I mean, she's a piece of work herself. So I'm not defending her particularly, but I'm defending her God-given inalienable right to speech. If she wants to insult somebody, she can. You know, don't, Donald and Chrissy are both pretty good at it there, and I ain't picking sides. I'm saying they both have the right. Brian? Yeah, I mean, we should have free speech. I I agree. I think sometimes it gets way out of hand, and then and everybody, you know, I think we start to look at and and uh, you know and and cast judgment a, a bit. But it's it's like well, like you, Sam, and Facebook, and they they want to they don't like you pushing for liberty and and honest money and all those those things, and so they don't want you to to have a voice. And I think if we start taking away our voice, then aren't we just basically puppets and and we're led wherever they want us uh, to lead us. I just find it a shame that Donald literally says, I'm going to change the libel laws so we can't slander each other. Hey, how shame on, you know, Twitter for blocking everybody and doing all this. Man, how dare they block, you know, and, and then now he's guilty of reaching out, trying to use his authority and power to get Twitter to block his foes. I don't mean to be rude, but man, I just, I look, I like a lot of what Donald does. I try to defend Donald whenever I can, but I submit to you, this is not defensible. Brian? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, I agree. I, I think that, uh, you know, what wasn't Satan's plan what, to force us to, to kind of do whatever they want us to. I mean, his plan was to, you know, no choice. We have no no choice. And so God's plan is that we have a choice and we can we can act and make choices and, and say things. And uh, hopefully we would be, you know, God-fearing as far as what we say and not, you know, not slanderous or but I, I think we we all need a voice. <clears throat> all right. Any other thoughts on this, Kelly? I just found that. Quite I do. Well, I just I, I keep going back to John Adams. He was so thin-skinned, like the Donald, you know, and he was a very bright man. And he saw the 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 slings and arrows that Jefferson threw at Washington. I mean, Jefferson was saying terrible things about George Washington, and George Washington didn't do anything about it. He just thought. The president of the United States should be above that. He should be able to say who could say what. And Washington said, no, you know, everybody has the right to say whatever. And then I can defend myself. But uh, if they want to do that, the truth will come out in the end. And uh, that's what that's what happened. And, and Donald just needs to know that. But he, I think he thinks he's above the, the law and that he can make the rules. 
Well, this is interesting, by the way, though. Um, you know, although I find that interesting, I guess Republican Louisiana rep, the guy's name is Clay Higgins, just so you know who he is. He told former Twitter executives to be prepared to be arrested for alleged criminal interference into the 2020 elections. He said that during a House Oversight Committee hearing um, on Twitter censorship just yesterday. Now, I find this fascinating uh, because, remember, they told us anybody who says there's election integrity problems is a nutcase. No truth to it. And now we find out, hey, these Twitter executives might be getting arrested for election tampering, Brian? Well, I mean, usually, I mean, uh, they usually get caught. We come to, we, evidence usually shows its face, you know, when they're trying to hide this stuff and it, it comes out. But the one thing I would like to see, I mean, is, is, is uh, some accountability. And then it seems like that's the problem is we're, there is no accountability, even though when, when they're caught, um, you know, lying or cheating or, you know, fraud with voting and everything else that's going on, they seem to kind of push it under the rug, even if they get caught, and then we jump to the next thing. What's the next thing on the on the bandwagon here? And so I, I would like to see accountability. You know, if, if like this this Biden's son and all these other things and the Clinton, I mean, let's just have accountability. That's the problem, I think. What do you no, say no to all this, Kelly? Well, yeah, we need to have, you know, people with uh, with true uh, integrity to step up and say, you know, there's right and there's wrong, and we're going to stand on the side of right. It doesn't matter whether or not they're in our party or not and, and do the right thing. And those, those people are few in number, uh, and so there needs to be some accountability. Once you start doing that and people realize they're going to be punished, they'll, they'll flirt. I guess that's the word. I don't know. If not, I just may link off into the darkness again like a rat, you know. And yeah, say so, your word again. Flirk. Flirk? Flirk, yeah. I, 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 maybe I invented a word. I don't know. Right, what's, that, <laughs> what, what's, what's that word, Brian? You know that word, flirk? I've heard of twerk, but we're getting off topic fast, okay? <laughs> hey, well, Kelly, man, he, he's got a little—he's got his own little dictionary there. It's good. Yeah, Kelly's like flirting. Kelly's little, uh, right. I'm, I'm a little James Joyce here, creating my own words. By the way, what does it mean? <laughs> Tell me what the word means, just so I'm clear. Well, flirk is like you're—you're—you're you're, you're so slimy that you kind of flirk off into the darkness. It's almost like a, a combination of, of moving, but flittering and also running like because you're so slimy <laughs> yeah. uh, oh man that means nobody can't get our hands Capitol on Hill. That. they'll all flirk off <laughs> into the sunset there you go <laughs> yeah you could never that's flirt. good yeah. wow yeah I'm, I'm off the flirting i'm also off the twerking <laughs> i'm just working speaking of all those rhymes you know what i'm talking flirking. about yeah, other people are flirking, Sam Bushman's working, and that's how it is. But I just, wow. I don't know where to go with this because the, the, the circus is so pervasive now. It, it takes up so much time and effort. The problem is affect, it affects your personal life too, um, Brian, to where I don't know that yeah. you can really just ignore this stuff, right? Right. It, it kind of it, it affects us. It, you know, I, that's why I say it, it is. It's such a big circus, and it's, 
it's like instead of three rings in the circus that we used to go to as kids and these three rings or whatever now it's it's all kinds of rings thir- hundreds of rings i guess and so we're so cluttered we can't we can't grasp and and when we we think we have some some uh forward motion and we're getting close to you know assessing these these issues and catching those who are who are dishonest and so on then they just now they switch from this ring to this ring now we're over in this ring and we can't ever seem to, to have any closure the people that, that, that cause these problems just move on and all right i don't know how to that. i don't know how to take this on but we got to do it after the break kelly and brian uh, during the state of the union address jill biden the the first lady lip locked with doug kamala harris's husband We'll talk about it in seconds. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Prime. The president will be down in Tampa, Florida today to continue his dialogue to protect and strengthen Social Security and Medicaid and lower health care costs. One of the few statements at the State of the Union address that had both Democrats and Republicans standing to applaud. Air Force One touches down at 12.15 p.m. local time. The Department of Justice announced a guilty plea was reached in Texas. The man involved with the 2019 El Paso Walmart mass shooting, Patrick Crucis, pleaded guilty to 90 federal hate crimes and firearms violations. He further admitted that he intended to kill everyone he shot and was deliberately seeking out people of Hispanic origin. Assistant District Attorney Kristen Clark of the Justice Department, Civil Rights Division, said, quote, white nationalist-fueled violence has no place in our society today, end quote. President Biden gave an interview with PBS NewsHour and said there's no way Russia will succeed in its occupation of Ukraine. The president confirmed that American aid to Ukraine is open-ended. And despite his confidence in NATO's efforts thus far, referred to the assistance as vital. There's no way that Putin is going to be able to quote. He's already lost Ukraine. The one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion is February 24th. Since then, the USA has sent an estimated $28 billion to Ukraine. In Washington, I'm Victoria Idoni. A 24-year-old man admitting in court to a string of crimes that kept the Dallas, Texas Zoo on the lookout for missing animals said he stole two monkeys from their enclosure and took them onto the city's light rail system to escape. Davion Irvin also said he loves animals so much that if he's released from jail, he would steal more. This is USA News. Moments like hearing my cat purr good morning mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Pelbacyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance 
Mirans may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Yeah, I don't know how to respond to this. Jill Biden was going to her seat there. She ran by Doug. Doug happens to be the husband of Vice President Kamala Harris right now. I know it's a debate if they're legitimately the president and vice president. I understand all that. But I'm just saying, to give you a clue who's who. So literally, Jill Biden, the wife of Joe, your president, literally kissed Doug, the vice president's husband, on the mouth in public during the State of the Union. This is a clown show, Kelly. Was more than a kiss. I mean, I'll bet I'll bet Jill has, if she ever has, has never kissed Joe Biden like that in the least last twenty five years. I mean, she really those two locked lips like, you know, they they hadn't seen each other for twenty years and were making off to go to the Motel Six. It was it was pretty blatant. I mean, I I don't mean to get all detailed about this, but Brian. What the heck is going on in the nation's capital, sir? What the heck is going on? Well, I, I think the big word here is circus. It's a circus. I mean, what's next? Yeah, but how how do you do that kind of stuff? Literally Jill doing that? We've seen the creepy Joe stuff hitting on little girls all the time. Now Jill, too? And you're going, what the well, we're we're seeing all kinds of things throughout the world. I mean, this transgender stuff and all these things, and we just shake our head and say, "How is that? How you know? Is, you know what they're teaching in schools and and all these things?" I mean, I shake my head and just go, "Wow!" I mean, really, is this the next thing? And then then there's something else that pops up, and I'm, I look at that and I'm like, "Oh my gosh! How are we doing that? Common sense? Where's common sense? Where's that in the world?" I mean, the appropriate thing with that greeting should have been a kiss on the cheek, if that. Well, I get that. I mean, some cultures support that. I don't really think that's even appropriate in my personal world. Uh, But I get, you know, uh, that in some cultures that's acceptable and everything else. But I'm just saying, why does she – look, are they that good of friends? Are they – what message were they trying to send? You know, what if Brian's wife just kisses Kelly just right on the mouth with a big old sloppy – I don't even know if there's tongue kiss, but we're we're going where I don't want to go. Except to say, it's just a, so weird. That wasn't a quick kiss either. That one, they they held that one on there for a while, and it was just like obviously he's able to give her something to Joe Camp. Brian, I well, don't even know. I, I, I'm just I, saying, what message I, are we sending? Are we trying to send a message? Because you don't do that by accident, do you? No, and I think there is a message there, and I think that's that's the problem. Is is we we all this is going on, and and what's going on behind the scenes? I mean, maybe there's some, you know, switching wives and husbands, and you know, behind the the closed doors, I guess. And 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 uh, now we're starting to. I, who knows? I mean, what do we buy into this? I just I just think 
his this agenda that we're seeing in this world there's just no common sense and and it's offensive i think to a lot of people and and yeah yeah anyway i don't mean that go ahead somebody's got to do a mean to that with charlie rich in the background singing no one knows what goes on behind closed doors Amen to that. And that is the quintessential point, the reason I'm bringing it up. I don't want to get into the salacious details, and I don't want to speculate on what it means behind closed doors. But I do want to say, though, look, it is absolutely sending the wrong message. It's promoting and over-sexualizing everything. It's weird it wasn't just a peck on the cheek, like, hey, buddy, nice to see you, or whatever. It wasn't just a quick hug or, you know. But to, to go out of her way and do that anyway in public, in front of the whole nation, I mean, I just, something is wrong with these people. I don't know if they have just a, a, a psychotic, uh, creepy fascination with the weird. I don't know. I, I just don't even understand it, though. But it, like you say, it wasn't just a little kiss. It's on the lips, too. You know, I don't want me or my wife kissing anybody on the lips except for each other. Brian, nobody. I don't kiss my well. kids. I don't kiss anybody like that but my wife. That's right. And so, and so by the that's way, a last really quick point, then let you continue. I don't kiss my wife that salaciously in public either. Yeah, no, I get it. it, it you know, what's you're wrong is right and right's wrong. And that's, I think, you know, I think, you know, the, the, the real fight here is you've got God on one side and you've got Satan on the other. And those that are buying into his plan and that is, is just to throw these crazy things and ideas out. And, and we're just a, the shock factor. I mean, it's, you know, when they, you know, media and the TV, television, they, how far can the, uh, the line can we get to? And then when do we cross the line? Is it next nudity? We're just going to see. I mean, over in England, I mean, they used to, you know, I was on my mission there. and I remember walking into a house and I turned over and they were watching the telly and, oh, well, we're not going to, let's turn that off. I mean, it's nudity right there. And, and that's where we're headed. They're just pushing this envelope as far as they can get it. All these things that we, I don't believe in and, and agree with. But they're going to push it and see, well, let's just see if we can shock Brian and all these other people. And, and they can't do one thing about it. And that's kind of, I think, where we're, we're at. Yeah, and, and I think also, it, used to be, it used to be like late at night after 9, 8, 9 p.m. or something like that. I can't remember all the details, but the FCC would say this and that. And now it's at the State of the Union. I mean, you, you know, your kids are told to watch this for history class and come back with a, what did you notice or what did you find? or what did, You know, that's part of your assignment and this kind of stuff. This is primetime television, the president of the United States, um, and, and his, I don't know what you want to say, entourage? I mean, his wife, for crying out loud, the first lady. Um, and this is in primetime TV, too. I don't know. It, it, nobody can avoid this. I mean, otherwise, you and cannot watch anything, right? Something, something else about that, Sam. The way they kissed, you could tell that wasn't the first time they'd ever done that. And, and and that was uh, two were in on it. To, you know, it wasn't like one of the one of them was surprised by that. They were yeah, because if they've never if they've never kissed, Doug would have just like jumped back and went, "What the heck?" Yeah. But or I mean, whatever. That wasn't a little that wasn't a quick little peck thing. It was like, you know, it was yeah, a macking, making out kind of kiss, yep. and it was also exactly. though the 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 thing is that even if you had done that before, if you're Doug and you'd done that before with her. If it happened in public, you would just freak naturally. You'd be like, whoa, wait. Okay, it was either planned and intended or done so much that it's normal. I don't know which. I would assume both. I, I would love yeah. to see them show that to Kamala and get her reaction to it. Say, what did you well, think I'm about sure she, this kid? I'm sure she's seen it by now. How many views does that thing have? It's in the millions. Yeah. 
anyway, I don't I don't mean to be distracted with it, but I but I do really mean to highlight what kind of a low have we gone to in America? I mean, what on earth? You know, do we do we assume then that the first lady and her husband and the second I don't know what you call it, lady and I don't are they wife swapping? I mean, are they what what's going on? I don't know, but the whole thing is just so strange that you kind of cannot ignore this kind of stuff anymore because, as you mentioned, Kelly, it's being put in your face. And I don't think we can ignore yep. it. I think we need to talk about it. And I think we need to push back, though. You know, yeah, I mean, is anybody in Congress pushing back about this? Or are they just kind of in gawking weird fascination? I mean, what is it? And talking to people from California, they're like, Kamala had a had a history there with things, you know. Have well, Kamala, we have evidence she slept her way to the top. I think that's pretty evident. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, they have... They have knee pads there with her signature on it. They sell. Oh, I don't even. Oh boy, no there wonder we're melting down as a country, that. Brian. No, it's, that's exactly right. I, I, what, what's the rest of the world look at? I mean, are they they looking at us like, hey, this this uh, you know country that that the U.S. that what we kind of followed and and supported and wanted their support and so on, and now it's just a laughing stock and. And we've lost credibility, and I think that's where these other uh, countries are, you know, um, glad to, to step in and, and, and you know, take over, I guess, and monetarily and everything else. Yeah, now I go to kind of the last point on this, though, too. You know what? I mean, if you're going to get someone to kiss you on the lips the, at the State of the Union in front of the whole world and everything else, do you want it to be Jill? I mean, come on. I'm not. I'm not really here to be mean to someone's wife. I'm just kind of saying, wow. You know, what? All right. Um, let's move along. It turns out that Zoom. You know the company that during the COVID pandemic there um, was just rocking. They went from virtually a, almost a startup to a massive, massive corporation. High tech's going to save us. Big tech's here to stay and everything else. Right now, the Zoom CEO announces 1,300 job cuts says he's having to slash his own salary by 98%. Brian? Well, yeah, I mean, they, they jump and they were uh, um, really escalating in, in uh, their company because everybody was using Zoom. Now we're not, I think there's some other, you know, things that uh, other online uh companies that are doing that same thing i guess or whatever i don't know really where they're they're at what they did but i guess it looks like that's what's going to happen all right ladies and gentlemen hang tight we're going to do the honest money report in seconds we're going to get kelly's response to that as well we're going to do it all on on liberty roundtable line second hour we got nan sue from the epic times coming on talking about the supposed no worry weather balloon we're going to talk about it but it really relates to communist chinese espionage The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. 
I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know we're going to this jobs into the Honest Money Report. One more comment on this whacked-out State of the Union address. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, delivered the State of the Union uh, Republican response, and she said this, quote, The choice is between normal or crazy. Boy, howdy, do I agree with that. These people are clowns. And, uh, you know, there you go. When, uh, you know, you see this, you just go, you know what? She's absolutely right. Zoom CEO announces 1,300 job cuts, says he's going to have to take a 98% pay cut. Americans are becoming reluctant to make larger purchases, new Fed report shows. <laughs> this is getting crazy, Brian. No, that's what I'm saying. It is a circus. It's exactly what it is. And it's just one, you know, what's the next act that's coming forward that might shock us or might, you know, and we can talk about it. But I just I, I wish we'd see more accountability and hold these people accountable for, you know, if they're if they're standing at the top of our country and they're just they're, it's a zoo. Let's let's remove all 500 plus of them and let's let's get back to the people and and get back to the Constitution. Boy, how do I like that, Kelly? Yeah, I mean, I'll. These companies, you know, they love it when things are great. And then when things go down, it's, oh, poor me. You know, I made billions of dollars. You know, and anytime you come up with a, an idea or a use for something, somebody else is going to jump in there and do it for less money. That's called capitalism. And and so, you know, no big surprise, unless you got a, a monopoly like some of the, uh, like Pfizer had, and they can't be sued. But that looks like that might be coming an end, to an end with the, uh, what happened in Thailand, and you'll have to look that up. But, yeah, it's just accountability, accountability, and you know what? The chips are going to fall where they're going to fall, and not everybody is going to win. Hey, Jill, when you got married, they said no, no lip lock, okay? Just saying. All right, did you guys know – let me ask you this question. Have you had an Impossible Burger, Brian? 
an impossible burger. Yeah, you know what those are, don't you? Those are those fake meat uh, substitute burgers. They call them impossible oh, burgers. You Have go. you seen those on the menus? <laughs> I, I've heard about them. I haven't really looked at looked to see. You never, you never had one, huh? I never. Maybe I'm eating one of those. <laughs> I never choose that on the menu. You ever had one of these, Kelly? No, and I don't plan on ever having one. My my family say we should we should test it and see if it's any good. I say, uh, you guys can let me know. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the reason that I bring it up, because it relates to the economy and to the Honest Money Report. Headline says this, the meat substitute market is collapsing after its meteoric rise with key players in the industry facing massive layoffs and plummeting sales, right? So yeah. maybe it was impossible, and it's just not achievable because you want to know why? Because the free market says nobody wants it. <laughs> I wonder why that is. <laughs> Who wants a plant burger? When you think of a big, juicy burger, you don't think of plants, do you, Kelly? No, I don't. And the other problem that it has, yeah, somebody's going to try it once and then say, you know what, I'm not going to pay twice as much for that if it's trying to – obviously – if, that, if they're trying to make it taste like meat, then meat's something that we obviously want and need. So, yeah, it, it's just, hey, everybody will try something once and go, wow, that's cool. It does taste almost like meat. Now give me a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the quintessential point. I find that interesting, though. They really thought we were all going to go for this. Their next plan was to put bugs in our food. They've been working on that overseas, too. You just grind up all kinds of bugs, and, and that would be kind of mixed with your Impossible Burger and stuff like that. You feel those crunchy onion? No, those are bugs. They're trying that. They're also trying to vaccinate your food, where when you take the food, you've been given the, quote, clot shot by food brine. I mean, these people are nuts on parade. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so what is it next? Is it next to the fact of... Uh... They, they just slowly work this in. Now it, it maybe mix half and half where we don't know, and they don't say yeah. that this is what it is. So is that yeah, what, that's what, what they're going to do. Gonna sure. And they'll have manipulated labels, and then you'll get a tax break. If you lip lock, if you lip lock with your neighbor, then you can get a tax break. They're going there. Uh, all right. What uh, is gold doing right now, Brian? Gold's at 188070. 188070. Okay. Eighteen eighty seventy. Yep, silver's twenty two forty five. That's all down a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, down uh, down a bit. You're correct. That means the dollar's just doing awesome, huh, Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Everybody wants dollars. Uh, maybe they don't want them, but they need them for right now. Yeah, it's just the government comes out and says something, and everybody believes it. More and more people are not believing it. Yeah, more and more folks are saying, you know what? I need to go to Brian Russ, RussCoinUp.com. i got to have them send me a couple of uh, Silver Eagle Silver dollars a month. I could just like do like three a month, um, you know, two a month, that kind of range, between 50 and 100 bucks, a little over 100 bucks, depending on the, you know, it all kind of changes slightly. But I just need Brian to send me three of them a month. And, you know, if you do that for several years, pretty soon you go, hey, I got a bunch of these. And that's how it happens, Brian. Yeah. No, there you go. That's a uh, little bit of time. <laughs> that's how yeah, it works. If you keep up at it and you're steady enough, you might. No, you won't catch up to Kelly because he does that. You'll, you'll get 
you'll get on the right track, though, right, Kelly? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll get there. Um, but it's funny, you know, I've, I've been in Brian's shop a bit, and you'll see people coming in that are having to sell stuff. And seeing more and more of that, you know, I got to I got buy gas and things. And they're grateful that they had put that away when they had an opportunity because it's like money in the bank. So you just never know. It's, life, it's the insurance policy that pays you back if you don't need it. Are you seeing that a lot too, Brian? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, getting a lot of people. You know, and I, I figure you, 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 we go through these cycles where, where that happens. And that and I've, I've talked before, it's peace of mind because – you know, I'm not I'm not stressing in the fact of okay, what am I going to do now? There, I, I don't have enough money to meet my needs, and so, but but yet I've tucked this away, and now's the time I'm going to need to use that, and it'll it's, it's kind of like peace of mind. I don't have to, you know, what do I do, right? So, it's it's a good thing to have. <clears throat> All right, some people are saying forget about the Fed; they're trying to electronically uh, program money. We've talked about this before, but they're they're really working on the programming of money. As long as they program my dollars high enough, I guess I'm good with it, you know? Not. <laughs> this is crazy, people. Brian, what do you think of that? Program money? Yeah. Is that is that kind of just out of thin air? Is that the programming? Uh, cre- <laughs> are we talking digital? Are we talking Bitcoin? Are we talking – is that programmable talking, money? We're just talking your government will program your money. You've been a good oh, boy. Your get... fives become tens, Brian. Oh, nice. I, yeah. I see how that works. Wow. That's, yeah, that's... You, you've been a good boy. Your wife, I'd, she, gets, I'd rather... she gets her five turns into 20s, though. Oh, I see. I'd rather have the, you know, the, the five go into a $10 gold piece or a $20 gold piece. That's really – because that, that thing is holding its value right now. That $20 bill's not doing much. That Brian, he wants to get off that programmable money, Kelly. How are we going to ruin everybody's lives with that going on? Oh, yeah. I mean, every and the young kids think that's the coolest thing in the whole world. And I'm like, yeah, it's great until they say, oh, you've already been on one plane trip this year. You can't – your your money's no longer usable at American Airlines or Delta. Or yeah, like you that. got that big old size 11 footprint shoe. We got to make that sucker a seven for you, my friend. And we're going to help you do that. Your fives just became ones. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> now everybody's mocking Bill Gates because he's flying all around the world and everything like that. And they say, uh, Bill, what are you doing? You're flying everywhere thinking you're a rock star. But look, it's environmentally unfriendly. He says he doesn't believe he's contributing to the problem, Brian. Yeah, why would he? He doesn't do that. Yeah, I, oh, I'm, I back that. Yeah, he doesn't do anything. I mean, why? You know, and what Elon left, didn't he get in his plane and fly about 30 miles down the street? I mean, it, yeah, they, they don't contribute. They're not part of the problem. We, it's everybody no, they're else. Trying to, they're trying to save the rest of us. They've got to get there. Yeah, yeah, the lords need to be moved around to protect us all from ourselves there. No, no doubt about he, it. It's for thee and not for he kind of a thing. Anyway, Utah gas prices jump at the pump. Governor Spencer Cox Kelly, he wants you to know he's feeling the pain, buddy. Yeah, he, he, him really is feeling the pain. And, poor Spency uh, Swency. He's going to say that. They, they always say that, you know. What do you expect him to say? No, I think it's great. You know. How much does the governor make anyway? I don't know. 
he he's got stuff taken care of, and he's looking at for after. You know, all those ex governors. You know, they got their thing put on with being wherever. So he's playing the long game. It's the side the side money the the the. I'll I'll attend your yeah. It's uh, the event. sweet deals that comes with government, huh, Brian? There you go. That that kind of greased their palms on on the side things. I think he was pretty. Uh, he may have mentioned some things that he was really impressed with Biden and was really grateful what he was doing and all that. Well, what? Yeah. Well, why don't you? <laughs> I don't know, but that's that was very interesting. He backs Biden all the way. I think. Yeah, and he's feeling the pain, though. He just wants you to know, man, he, he feels your pain at the pump, Brian. I don't think he does. I think his shelter built yeah. the car up. I think the governor makes about 150 grand in Utah, just so you know, most governors uh, make from 70 to, you know, whatever, a couple hundred thousand. Uh, but in Utah, I think the governor makes about 150 grand. At 150 grand, you know, that's what, basically uh, 12 grand a month, basically? With a uh, with a you know a little bit to spare, a little over twelve grand a month. You think that guy's really feeling the pain when he when he puts his you know fills up his car? No, he's got a nice house he's living in. You know, the Kearns mansion and things. He's got his meals taken care of and stuff. He 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 does. But the only pain he has is if he stubs his toe in the middle of the night. Wow. <laughs> Alabama Governor go. K. Ivy. Hundred and twenty grand. They're sucking wind over there in, in uh, Alabama. You know, Alabama down there, one twenty range. Not not doing too good, you know. Uh, believe it or not, Doug Ducey, who's that guy in Arizona, right? Ninety five grand. That guy's in the poorhouse, man, down there in Arizona. Yeah, he's out in the desert. Uh, hundred forty eight grand for the Arkansas. You know. Anyway, what? Go ahead, Kelly. I thought it was Kate Hobbs that's the governor now down in Arizona. And if she is, she'll have that changed right no, away. I, I think it is, yeah. What This is a, a chart of what they got paid. It might be slightly different, and it has a, a few old governors on there or whatever. But I was just kind of quickly giving everybody a little bit of an idea of what these guys make. You know, really right around 150 grand, most of them. But gas prices jump at the pump, and Spencer Cox feeling the pain. By the way, Disney has to cut 7,000 jobs. CEO Bob Iger says, hey, I don't make this decision lightly. Uh, yeah, Bob, did you cut your salary, my friend, or are you doing pretty good? You're doing better than the governors, aren't you, sir? Anyway, I find that interesting. While pro-life groups are called terrorists by a U.N. committee. Folks, what is going on around here? All right, hour one of the camp. Thanks, Brian. Hey, you bet. Glad to be Thanks, with you. Kelly. Thank you, Sam. You got a friend in the coin business, ladies and gentlemen. You want honest money? RustCoinAndGift.com. I'm Sam Bushman. Hour one of the can two coming up. God save the republic. Broadcasting live. From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. 
This is indeed the broadcast for February the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two of two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country. To do so using the checks and balances brilliantly put in the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. That is our guide. Rejecting revolution, standing for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, man. Last hour, killer show. Brian Russ, Kelly Finnegan, The Honest Money Report, talking about constitutional currency, gold and silver. We talked about the Twitter outage, leaving some people unable to tweet. We talked about shame. The Trump White House literally asked Twitter to shut down Chrissy Teigen. I think Chrissy Teigen's a whack job personally, but you know what? She has every right to her free speech, too. So I stand against the Donald and stand with Chrissy on that one. She has every right to say what she wants to. But by the way, the Louisiana rep, guy's name is Clay Higgins, told former Twitter executives to prepare to be arrested for alleged criminal interference into the 2020 elections during a House Oversight Committee hearing on Twitter censorship Wednesday. Higgins accused Twitter executives of working with the, quote, FBI to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story the month before the 2020 election in order to hide criminal evidence against the Biden family. And he warned the social media executives that after the investigation, arrests would be up next. Yeah, that'll be the next step. Wow. All I can tell you is good for him for telling the truth. Bottom line is the FBI helped the Biden crime family uh, is what Clay is saying. Those are some pretty bold words, folks. We also talked about Twitter uh, erupting because Jill Biden literally lip-locked in a passionate kiss with Doug, vice president's husband. I mean, this is just weird stuff, folks. Speaking of weird stuff, it gets even more weird when you think about the balloon that crossed the United States. It just floated way up there. The government seemed to think it was no big deal. Shame on them. I think it was criminal. But we've got to break this down. Nobody better to do that with us than Nan Sue, Epic Times reporter. TheEpicTimes.com. Nan, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Hi. Good morning, Sam. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. We also have Dr. Scott Bradley with us. Welcome back, sir. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate you guys uh, involving me in your conversation. I quite enjoyed when Nansu was there last time we talked about uh, facial recognition and about social scores, and we tied it into what Utah's doing, and holy Hannah, everything comes home to roost. We've got a, a national scandal on our hands right now with uh, what's been allowed to happen with this uh, balloon and uh, our pocket got picked, I'm sure, extensively. And I'm really interested what Nansu has to say about this whole mess. Yep, we'll do it. We're going to talk about the balloon. We're going to talk about communist Chinese espionage. And eventually we're going to talk about the death toll. Uh, Nan, let's just kick it off with kind of my first question here. 
Um, I told everybody, look, I don't believe this is oh, just a weather a balloon. No big deal. I don't know why we let it cross the whole United States. But I want to just get into a Q&A on the Communist Chinese Party or CCP spy balloon uh, relating to Chinese espionage because no one knows more about it than you, sir. What the heck first is going on, Nan? Oh uh, well, well. First of all, let's talk about. Well, first of all, let's. Uh, I want to say, uh, Scott, really, you know, my pleasure uh, joining the discussion with you again. Um, now, first of all, I want to say the timeline, the timing uh, is very important. Uh, if you look at, I actually just published an article this morning. Uh, this spy bloom, uh, it happened in such a sensitive time because it, it's. Uh, Blinken was supposed to visit Beijing on February the 5th, but he canceled his trip because of the balloon incident. Now, now uh, they found the balloon that's like uh, in the late January, like uh, uh, January 27, 28. Now, the time is very important because this is a, a group of a series of planned activities ever since December. For uh, Chinese Communist regime, they want to give you give a warning to Blinken before he goes to Beijing. Now, uh, the reason is being that the Blinken uh, he's going to Beijing. His trip was arranged by Blink uh, by uh, by Biden and Chairman Xi during their meeting uh, in uh, at the G20 summit in Indonesia in November. So, uh, you know, if you remember, the meeting between Biden and Chairman Xi was really focused on uh, peace and security of Taiwan. So Blinken was it's like uh, to visit Beijing. It's supposed to be the follow up to uh, cement the details, some sort of a peace agreement with Beijing uh, to to really make sure the peace at Taiwan Strait. So. And Chinese Communist Party planned a series of activities in, from December all the way to the end of January. And it's just to give uh, Blinken a warning that, uh, you know, uh, he needs to, if he wants to secure the peace at Taiwan Strait, United States government needs to pay a very high price because uh, just like what uh, Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson Mao Ning um, said on January the 30th, Taiwan is the number one red line of the regime. And Blinken not supposed to expect to pass the red line. So that's, that's you know, there's a lot of activities been going on ever since December. So they want basically uh the the, the message is you better stick with the one china policy and you better not tamper with taiwan or there's going to be serious serious trouble let's make sure that's off the table that's part of the espionage and part of the messaging going around the world that most folks might not relate to the balloon but directly relates to the balloon uh, now you're right it's the first line in the sand what do you think is going to happen do you think they're going to make a move like they did kind of on hong kong and say hey we're taking them back and they're going to do that for taiwan man yeah yeah it's very important to taiwan to them taiwan you know it's strategically important because once they control taiwan they will basically with those man-made islands in south china sea 
they will be able to control the whole South China Sea. And then once they control the South China Sea, they will be able to do three things. Number one, they will control the lifeline of the Japan's economy because Japan's uh, island nation, uh, one third of its economy depending on trade and all of those trade going through South China Sea. And number two, you know, they will be able to hold the upper hand when it comes to the influence to the Southeast Asian nations. The 11, 11 nations in Southeast Asia right now is the number one trading partner as a group, a number one trading partner of China superseding EU and United States. And number three, once they control the South China Sea, then there will be nothing there to stop them to look further south to to pose the threat to the, another important airline of the United States, that's Australia. Dr. Bradley? Well, uh, <laughs> this is uh, some, some information a lot of Americans maybe aren't completely conversant on these kind of things. Blinken being the Secretary of State, we ought to clarify that. This is a pretty high-level meeting. Uh, this is a stunning kind of thing that has happened. Uh, the idea of the South China Sea and trade, uh, you talk about the lifeline to, for Japan. Uh, Japan went to war in 1941. I mean, went to war with us anyway. They'd been in war for a number of years before that over trade issues. You look at the Southeast Asia connection and what goes there, and uh, there's a great deal of trade going on. A lot of people aren't aware that uh, Vietnam and China have had some acrimonious days <laughs> in years past, and uh, I, well, it's a long story, but I spent some time 50-some years ago with uh, Chinese and Vietnamese mix on some things. Uh, and there, there is a real history here, but the thing that's r rather interesting to me is that everything that, uh, that China does is, is in a plan. It's, uh, it's purposeful. I mean, you go back and read Sun Tzu and the Chinese brilliance in regards to the uh, the arts of war. And uh, these kinds of uh, strategies and tactics are being laid and played all the time. This is not a, oh, dang it, did something just happen? No, 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 no. If it happened, it was planned. And so this whole balloon thing is is all woven into, I think, everything, all the mix that's going on right now. And at some point, maybe we'll get into the fact that, and I, I'm quite confident that uh, Nan will have some very insightful thoughts about uh, the intelligence gathering that went on with this. And, uh, you know, again, my military experience goes back more, way more than 50 years, and, and you can kind of put that in a context. But when in my day, as your dad might say, we, uh, we had a... Hey, can you skip the break, um, please, Lizzie? Thank you. Go ahead, doctor. In my day, <laughs> um, we had some very mm, primitive technology compared to what we have now. Uh, but there's there were uh, yeah, you guys had enough made. technology to go to the moon back then. We can't even do that well, now. So I'm with that, you. That's right. <laughs> that's the, that's the problem. We used slide rules in my day. But the fact of the matter is, <laughs> our our capture information. See, you look at what the NSA does to us now, and what this facial recognition and all these kind of social scores, we didn't have those kind of capabilities of building those draconian portfolios on people. But we did have some military technology. We had some IFF kind of things we used for identifying friend and foe in the air. And we had, I was a ground radio guy, so I had some hand in some of these things. But 
But the fact of the matter is that uh, we captured what we could in those days. We had banks of reel-to-reel uh, -reel tapes that captured calm that was going on and things. My guess is that today, and and I know this from how we do how the enemy does intelligence on us when we go into a a battlefield area and we're squawking. We you know that's we're, all our frequencies that are going out. They're the codes that we're using, the uh, signaling that we do, all that kind of stuff is captured. We're giving away our intelligence, our military intelligence. Every time we go into a, a you know, with a, a Middle Eastern sandbox, they're listening to what we're doing. My guess is that we have the capability to hear what the satellite, well, it's not a satellite, a balloon, was squawking during the whole time, what it was signaling. We have to have captured that. And I've got a pretty good idea that it was not just sending back what the cloud cover was over Montana. And, and uh, the fact it went over some, some strategic areas, some military bases. In my day, even, there were some uh, important uh, silo launch systems that were in that northern tier that uh, got crossed. So anyway, my guess is we have to have captured what they were really doing there, and I'll bet it's unassailable evidence that this was a spy effort, and uh, and it's asinine that we didn't shoot that thing down. Uh, I don't know. They should have done it over the Aleutians. They should have done it over Canada. They should have done it over the the eastern they prairies. Had a lot of opportunity. There's no doubt. From what I understand, that balloon was satellite connected uh, as well. Uh, Nan, what do we know about the details of that, and what about the um, capturing of of communications? Uh, do you think we caught that? What do, you, what, do you, what do you think we know from that? Yeah, well, uh, Defense Department, they basically said there was an uh, operations center in Hainan province. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's an island, Hainan. It's an island uh, in the southern part of, of China, uh, well, between the mainland China and Taiwan. They say there's a, a Chinese military operations center over there, and that's really uh trying uh that really on top of all these balloon yeah yeah these balloon uh, uh operations uh so I, I my idea is i think uh, uh, you know our intelligence department should have known this a long time ago before they shoot it down i was just wondering why they they, they didn't do it earlier and also my idea was like a balloon it's a very uh, a slow flying subject you know you don't have to shoot it down and then you try to recover it right it, it, you know it's very hard to recover everything it's uh, my idea original idea uh, the first time when i heard the, the news it's like uh, is that any possible way that we can catch it instead of just shoot it down so that, that well, see that's my, my take i think we could have caught it i think we could have dragged it down uh, and I think we could have dis uh, reverse engineered, disassembled the whole thing all the way from Sunday. The way we did it was absolutely stupid. You shoot it down over water. Who knows what you destroy? Who knows what you'll never be able to get when you do that? I mean, what we did was absolutely asinine stupid, Dr. Bradley. Well, you, I agree with every word that's being said. I mean, we have either the dumbest buffoons and baboons running things, or or this was... We were just afraid to take a step. I mean, 
And again, back in my day when uh, we were under the Cheyenne Mountain Complex for a period of time in, in Colorado Springs, where we tracked these kinds of things, where we had communications in regards to friend or foe, where we had to make assessments about things. And some there were some bold people that sometimes said, we got to do this. And there were some bold actions taken. But no, we, we kind of wrung our hands and, oh, well, they said it's a weather balloon. Maybe we don't need to worry about this. I mean, you remember the balloons that Japan, you don't remember them, but that Japan sent and it killed six people in May of 1945. I mean, it's not like we haven't had some incidents. And if I think of these things, surely there's somebody in the senior management of the United no, States sir. that's thought these no, through, surely. You're, you're just ahead of them, doctor. That's all. <laughs> I see, it's insane. It. it doesn't stack up to reality at all. You're right, doctor. You're absolutely spot on. But I wonder, though, that cold freeze that went across, went across the same time as the balloon went across. Could there be a weather weaponization device masquerading as just a, uh, you know, no big deal balloon kind of thing? But could it be weather warfare happening? Is that part of it? I don't know, but that cold streak in the balloon went at the same time. Coincidence or not? I don't know, but do you think there's weather warfare related to that, Nan? Yeah, I don't think it's a, well, to saying that's a weather balloon, that's just the BS, right? We know, we all know that. Uh, and it was interesting, they have been sending uh, this balloon to all over the world. Uh, I did a little uh, search here just, just like two days ago, and I found everything's uh, uh, 2002 that there has been a discussion about using balloon to collect uh, intelligence on China's military uh, PLA uh, daily that they have like uh, uh, it's a PLA daily it's a, a PLA People's Liberation Army the Chinese military they have a daily daily newspaper in China so we I found that, uh, as early as in 2002 they already have they openly talk about this there the 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 to talk about using balloon to collect intelligence. I think one of the advantage, advantages for using balloon is uh, a lot of people don't really pay much attention to it because uh, people think, oh, this is uh, this is uh, probably just think about this is like for something like for weather or for leisure or for whatever the reason, not really, you know, thinking about that for intelligence. And also there is a, there is a something that uh actually the balloons has a certain advantage you know because satellites it goes with certain speed it's especially when you have this low orbit uh satellites they have to keep the speed because otherwise they will come back to the come back to the earth uh for because of the gravity right so their speed it's it they have to keep the speed it's very fast so they can't stay there a balloon, once they fly over certain area, you know, they think they need to have the balloon stay there. It will stay there forever, you know, until they, 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 they feel they, they, the balloon need to leave, right? You know, yes, in fact, your point's well taken so much so, by the way, uh, that people don't really recognize them. They don't detect them. They don't really realize for the most part. Uh, the headline says the U.S. failed to detect past Chinese spy balloons over the United States. Now, my question is, is that possible? See, I don't believe that headline. I don't believe we just didn't detect them. We didn't really know. 
I believe this has been happening for a long time. They've been collect, collecting surveillance data on us with balloons for a long time. Now we find out there, there are multi-balloons all over the world right now doing this, and there has been. I don't think we failed to detect them. I think we just failed to report on the detection uh, of the balloons, Nan. Yes, it's interesting. I, I've been paying attention to, to the, in the last few days, all of our the top uh, elected officials say they did, you know, the, uh, in the previous administration, they said they have never heard of this. They didn't read any report uh, about this, about the balloon that invaded the United States. So there's something going on there. Uh, we need to find out what's wrong uh, in our military intelligence or defense or whatever the, the system that why all this important information did not reach to the to the to the top. Dr. Bradley. Oh, I tell you, if I'm laughing or I'm crying, I don't know which it is. I mean, I, I the, agree. The, the, the thing that's that's amazing. I mean, there's so many things that we ought to be talking about. You know, balloons have been used in military uh, applications clear back into the 1700s. They've been used for reconnaissance clear back. In the 1800s, they had cameras, they had telegraphs. I mean, there are all sorts of things they used for them. I mean, this is really primitive stuff. I know it's before my time even, but the fact of the matter is that, that they gave these this accurate, detailed reconnaissance. Now, Nan brings up an issue about low-orbit satellites. And there's a timing sequence with those things. Now, of course, I know there's more up there now than there was in my day. But the fact of the matter is that sometimes um, military movements and things are, you know, we know where they are and who's watching. You time military, well, let's just say a convoy, activities so that they aren't fully observed. With a balloon, as Nan points out, we just hang it up there and, we let it sit around and we watch. I mean, there's not a there's not a sequence of passage that uh, you know people get off the ground, if you will, or out of sight when when they know there's going to be eyes on them. Well, here's a balloon, an innocuous kind of thing. Again, it shouldn't be. It's been used for military purposes clear back since the 1700s. And and the fact of the matter is, you just kind of hang it up there and you watch and you watch and you watch. And, and it's interesting that, that nobody seems to care. I mean, you know, well, I know this is going to put a, a Twilight Zone woo-woo on it, but the fact of the matter is everybody says, oh, no, whatever you saw up there was just a weather balloon. Holy Hannah, that's the official report now about what was being said about this balloon. You know, and, the, and it's, no, it's not a UFO. It was an official weather, re, you know, whatever, a weather balloon that was up there. We use weather balloons for cover for everything. And the Chinese knew this. And it's just astonishing to me. You're Again, right. But, but let me ask this question, though. How do we keep the communist Chinese as our most favored nation trading partner? We don't. How do we? we should. How do we? I know, of course. But how do we do that? We then tell you that this weather balloon is no big deal. It's just a weather balloon. Don't worry about it. But yet we say TikTok is a threat when it's basically backed and created by a company, but really it's controlled by the Communist Party as well. And we say that's a national security threat. At the same time, we don't change anything. We just continue funneling our money to the Communist Chinese who turn it right into the military. We've literally built, quote, the enemy military with our own dollars. We're going to come back to the break, and I want Nan to be able to respond to that, Dr. Bradley. 
And then we'll turn and, it back over I, to you, too. i got a few things, as you might always say, too. All right. Hang tight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Scott Bradley with me. Nan Su, he's an Epic Times Chinese expert. We're talking about Q&A on the CCP, Communist Chinese Party, spy balloon, ladies and gentlemen. I think we're talking about espionage, to say the least, if not even more. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable, live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The ratings are out for President Biden's State of the Union address, and the number of viewers was the second smallest audience for the annual event in the last 30 years. Only 27 million watched. The number comes from Nielsen Ratings and was down 28% from last year's State of the Union. Senator John Fetterman, the Democrat from Pennsylvania, has been hospitalized in Washington, D.C. after he began feeling lightheaded during a retreat on Wednesday. Fetterman, who was hospitalized last May after having a stroke, was taken to George Washington University Hospital for tests. Initial tests did not show any evidence of a new stroke, the statement mentioned. Doctors were running more tests, and the senator remained in the hospital overnight for observations. The Middle East earthquake this week has been one of the worst in at least a decade, with more than 15,000 souls lost in Turkey and Syria. Desperation is starting to mount as cold weather and anger is mounting because it was taking so long for rescue crews with heavy machinery to arrive, the locals are saying. Dr. Julie Varghese, chief medical officer with America Cares, says help is on the way. We are sending urgently needed medicines, medical supplies, um, providing funding for health care uh, partners and providers to restore health services. The happiest place on earth is about to become very unhappy for some. See you real soon, but probably not at work as thousands of Disney employees are set to be laid off. Why? As part of a cost reduction plan, Disney CEO Bob Iger says the company's workforce is going to be reduced by 7,000 employees. Expect the layoffs to happen in the coming weeks and months. I'm John Schaefer. Today is National Pizza Day. No instructions necessary. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the employee retention credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Nan Sue, the Epic Times, with us. 
incredible Chinese correspondent expert on the nation of China. And I'm saying, how do we be the nation's most favored trading partner of communist China? And then we say, hey, TikTok is a concern, but don't worry about the balloon. But we continue to put our money into the communist nation by billions every single month. They're just simply using that money to build their military apparatus. We are funding the enemy military. Uh, Nansu, what do you think of that? Well, I think it's just still we still have uh, until, you know, uh, just a few months ago, uh, I still seeing uh, some of the U.S. Ac- academics putting out articles saying, you know, China is a, competi- uh, it's a com- competitor and the competition with China is good for the future of the United States. Uh, you know, we just have to peacefully compete with them. Uh, that kind of uh, wishful thinking that's still going on, and it's been going on ever since uh, 2001. And when we allow China to join WTO, uh, you know, China growth its economy tenfold from 2001 when it joined WTO to 2021. So 20 years they grow tenfold. Uh, 20 years ago, you know, China's economy in back in 2001 just equal to today's Russia. So uh, you know, so today's Russia, it's Russia's economy. It's probably you know, it's it's actually less than one tenth of China's economy. If you if you rank all China, China has 31 uh, provincial level uh, administrative regions. If you rank Russia by 202 figure, that's like a you know number equal to number five or maybe number six. Uh, you know one of the one of the provincial GDP of China. So China, Russia is just one province economy of China now. So um, I don't know why we're doing that. Uh, it, it just, uh, you know, it just really helped grow our our enemy. And um, it's really making threats to the lifestyle of our future generation. I don't know. I, 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 I don't understand that kind of policy. Dr. Bradley, I, I know this is crazy, but I'm convinced this thing's not a spy balloon. I think it was a weather balloon. You look at that cold front that paralleled that, and you kind of then say, hey, even if it's gathering data on the weather, think about this. You put a balloon up, you get the weather, the wind speed, the details, you log it, you control it, you see if you can uh, do anything to change the weather through, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with HARP system. Sure. You watch it, you track it. Eventually, the goal is to say, hey, back in World War II, they talked about balloons being uh, you know, bombing balloons and this kind of stuff where they could drop either, um, you know, chemical war- war- warfare or they could um, eventually do kind of an EMP, drop some bombs and uh, blow some things up in the in the sky that'll do an EMP, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I believe there might be gathering of data and this weather balloon stuff combined. I don't know that we dismiss the weather balloon statement, though. It sounds so simple, but maybe the communists are telling the truth. Just not well, the whole truth there, Doctor. Oh, I, I, I think that uh, we would be foolish to think it was not multifaceted. I mean, this has got a single purpose. We're going to take the temperature over Montana for two days, and then we're going to be gone. Oh, it's absurd. But then the military side of it with uh, any of the weapons applications in the future, the idea of going over sensitive military locations, I mean, all of this, it's a multifaceted intelligence-gathering effort, more than likely. 
But just for a moment, let's go back and talk about the economic theme if we could. Uh, we have the best enemies money can buy. We always have done that. Whether it's we saved the Soviets in the 1930s with FDR's decision, we saved the Chiang Kai I mean, we destroyed Chiang Kai shek's effort to keep China free and gave it to Mao, Chairman Mao. And I mean, after World War II, all of the all of the captured, surrendered Japanese armaments. I mean, we're talking not just small arms. We're talking tanks and artillery, all the munitions, everything else like that. Aircraft was handed over to Chairman Mao, and and, and that was done by George Marshall, who uh, you know he had been our chief of uh, staff for the army, uh, all during World War II. And he had gotten in the way of Chiang Kai-shek's efforts. Uh, he had been kind of running interference for Mao through the whole World War II effort. After World War II, he became a special envoy to China where he handed all this material over uh, from the end of 1945 to 1947. It absolutely led to the communists taking over. And, and he was Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense. I mean, here's, here's the highest level mole perhaps that we've ever had. And so this is what happened to China. And then we have Reagan come along, most favored nation status, I believe it was 1986. All of this nonsense, all the money we're shoveling over there. We're not shoveling it over there. We're shipping it over there as fast as we can in ships, I swear. Uh, all the empty containerized things that come over are probably filled with money when they go back. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is they're not just putting in the military, which is a big, 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 big part of it but they're buying up the United States. They're buying our land. They're getting beachheads in the United States with all that cash we're shipping to them. Utah, trying it back to Utah, our home state, we are attempting to put a beachhead for China in Utah. And I, I presume, and I don't know this for a fact, this is the first supposition in this little tirade I'm giving, I presume that China has a hand in the mining operations that this, the legislature is trying to set up through water for the lithium that's going to come out of the Great Salt Lake. And I bet you China is at the bottom of that as, a, as the business partner of whomever is going to be uh, Yeah, nothing harvesting. like a super sister city to just chime in and help, right? Well, uh, Nan, see, what, what, what's your thoughts here? Well, that's just dangerous, right? Uh, we already see what China can do. I mean, uh, Chinese military actually invented this uh, so-called unrestricted and unconventional warfare in the mid-90s and uh, targeting United States. Now, I, I also, I want to mention, I do want to mention this. If you uh, go to the Epoch Times front page right now, we have a newly released documentary. Uh, it's a it's documentary movie that talk about, the, it's called The Final War. The Final War, it talks about the 100-year plot based on our investigation, you talk about the 100-year plot ever since 1949 when Chinese Communist Party took over control of China. They have a 100-year plot to take down the, lead, the leader of the free world, the United States. So, so it's really, uh, you know, we want the American public to learn more. It's, been, it's something that's been going on for a long time. Now, the unrestricted, unconventional warfare design that in the mid-90s was specifically targeting the United States. It's a warfare that, you know, without any moral bottom line, it includes economic warfare, cultural warfare, technological warfare, 
everything they put they can put their hands on it could be used as a device for the warfare against the United States. And so far, the only thing that the only warfare has not been started yet is the military warfare. It's, it's been China really is a global leader in surveillance te- technology, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the final war, the 100-year plot to defeat America is what it's called, Dr. Bradley. Well, absolutely, and, and this uh, communist angle has been played. I mean, when Engels wrote the foreword to the Communist Manifesto back in the 1880s, and of course it was out 40 years before that, there's no question, but, but that 1880s... Um, Edition, uh, if you will, mentioned the United States, if I recall correctly, three times. They were very, very, very aware that that was the plum. And uh, there's been virulent activities and efforts on the part of all the senior communist leaders, and the Chinese have been very strategic about it. They're, uh, they're very, very aware of how to turn the stones on this thing to make it happen. And, uh, you know, some of, uh, I don't know, uh, in the military world, you try to leave no materiel behind. I mean, you just try to sweep everything up because it'll be used against you. We used to say, Charlie will use it against you later. But the, the fact of the matter is, everything we have done has facilitated their efforts now, and, and we keep giving them not just little bits and pieces, ma- magazines and tin cans or whatever they might figure out how to use for booby traps and so on. This, this is big stuff. This is stuff that's allowing them to fund everything they want to do. And, and when I hear the official storyline about um, what's going on, you know, from the most senior levels of the United States leadership, my mind immediately goes into the blah, blah, blah mentality. And, and uh, I, that's, that's what runs through my mind. We are hearing what they want us to hear. And at every step of the way, there right has about been a strategic that. victory for the Chinese. All right, go ahead and skip the break, would you please? The film is called The Final War, folks. A 100-year plot to defeat America. Listen, threats from the Communist Chinese Party, the CCP, are not just directed at the military and the government sectors. China's war is being waged, is being fought everywhere. And the CCP, the Communist Chinese Party, has influence in everything, our workplaces, our schools, our churches, and even in our living rooms, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, this film is riveting, Nan, and highlights a lot of what we're talking about, sir. Gives the history and everything else, right? Yeah, yeah, it gives the history. And you also talk about that, uh, why I mentioned earlier, why is China is so much after Taiwan, after South China Sea, the strategic importance uh, of Taiwan, uh, and uh, unrestricted, unconventional warfare, all of those things, you know, they talk about that in the movie. I, hey, look, think about it. They, they really started unrestricted warfare against the United States in the mid-90s. So we Americans, we are not aware of, we have not noticed that they have been really in war against, against us, a direct war against us, you know, for almost 30 years now. So here's the question. How long until trade ceases? How long until an EMP happens? How long until they're um, 
I don't know what you want to call it, the gloves come off, so to speak, uh, on this thing. It is an eventuality. We are headed like a train wreck for this, and there's no real way to stop it at this point, is there, Nan? Well, uh, well, we are just acting too slowly. Give you an example. It's just like a, uh, a, a couple of weeks ago. I, I, a couple of weeks ago, uh, U.S. Treasury, Treasury Department sanctioned one of the so-called uh, Chinese private commercial company. It's a manu- It's a satellite manufacturer company that sell the. Uh, they sell their intelligence, basically uh, satellite image, to Wagner Group, and Wagner Group is a private army. Uh, directly controlled by Putin, you know, Wagner Group right now have like more than 50,000 troops in Ukraine. So, and Wagner Group is labeled by U.S. government as an international criminal group. So this this so-called private commercial uh, company uh, in China selling all these uh, intelligence gave to Wagner Group, so the U.S. Treasury Department sanctioning it. And now, this is not a private commercial satellite uh, company. Based, I actually had a, a full report about the background of that company uh, that I published uh, uh, like a couple of weeks ago. So they, you know, they the strategic partners of of these so-called private commercial group, they are, are all either military Chinese military program or uh, top Chinese state-owned defense contractor. Uh, so they, you know, clearly, you know, this is this com- so-called private commercial uh, company in China. They are the white glove of Chinese military program. And then all the top level, ma- top, management, top management level uh, personnel of that company either have the background of former Chinese state-owned space program or former Chinese uh, military program or former Chinese military intelligence program. So, you know, I did a full report on that. And also, very interestingly, this uh, private, so-called private commercial satellite company in China, they are part of China's military civil integration program. Now, China started uh, their military in, uh, a civil integration program. They established a committee with Chairman Xi being the director of that committee ever since uh, 2017. Now, their program runs in the way totally opposite in the way to how this kind of program are run uh, in the United States. So here in the United States, so basically what we did was in this kind of program, we took whatever the technology we use for space program, for te- military, uh, we take the technology and put it into the use for commercial use. Now, China is totally different because they don't have the very advanced technology in their, uh, in their military. So what they did is they, they use all their institutions, all universities and corporations, so-called private corporations in China, they will build up their relationship with the corporations, the institutions, the research, uh, you know, uh, programs here in the United States, and then they will get the technology from the United States through those programs. And then once they get this technology, they will go back to China, put it into the military use. So it's, it totally works other way around. So that's, you know, so this comes, 
this company sanctioned by uh, U.S. Treasury Department, they they are the they it's actually listed on its website. It's the model model program of China's military civil integration program. All right, Dr. Bradley, you get the last question on this topic. Then I want to move to the death toll uh, in China via COVID. I want to finish on that point. So go ahead and ask your last kind of point on this. Then we'll we'll move to that before the end of the hour. If I could just make a quick point. I think that what he said, people don't seem to grasp this, the threat that's there. I have a number of adages that uh, life has given me. Uh, Reagan used to say trust but verify. I say distrust until verified. I've got an adage that says, once CIA, always CIA. Once KGB, always KGB. Once Chinese military, always Chinese military. There are no former military personnel there. This program that's being done is absolutely fraught with danger because every single piece of technology that we provide to them will ultimately and finally be militarized. And for one way or another, I mean, whether this TikTok thing or whatever, everything is militarized ultimately and finally. And America just better pull her head out of the sand, I'll use that terminology, and recognize the distrust until verified terminology needs to be used. Most favored nation status needs to be shut down. All this Bravo Sierra that we're doing to facilitate the takeover of our country is being purposely done and will be carried out while we are just watching the Super Bowl game. Sorry to bring that up again, Sam. You better go to your death toll thing. Unfortunate reality. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, death toll rises nearly six-fold in communist Chinese city among COVID wave. Internal documents show exclusive from the Epic Times. Nan, I want you to speak to this. What the heck's going on? Well, they, uh, the Chinese uh, Communist Party, CCP, stopped its zero-COVID policy uh, on December the 8th. So, you know, uh, the death toll is really skyrocketing, and the Chinese Communist regime has been hiding those numbers. So uh, if you look at the Chinese CDC uh, website, so far, you know, uh, in China, in the last uh, what more than three years of the pandemic, they only have like a little bit more than two two million, little bit more than two million uh, infected cases, and little bit over eighty seven thousand total deaths. So that's a that's a that's a that's a blunt lie. You know, they lying onto their teeth. You know, here's what I learned. Um, Number one, they have a, there are three reasons they have such a total low death number, okay? Um, number one is, first of all, by definition, okay? The Chinese uh, CDC's number, they only, they, well, in China, the way they define the death of, by COVID, it's not here like the, what happened here in the United States or by uh, World Health Organization. Right. Say so basically here, if you, you you are infected by COVID and you die before you recover, then it's 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 a COVID caused death. But in China, their definition is unless you are dying after you 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 are infected because of the respiratory uh, failure, meaning the, pretty much fa- the failure of your lungs. 
then you are not consider a death caused by COVID. You know, because for example, if you have diabetes, you have a liver disease, kidney disease, and you are infected by the COVID and you die. You know, they will say you die because of your liver disease, you know, your your kidney disease, or your or your um, you know uh, other whatever you have. Now that's number one reason they say you know that definition is different. Number two, the the total deaths that's collected, the number, the statistic collected by China's CDC is only based on hospital deaths. So if only the people die in the hospital because of COVID, they will count it. Now, if you die in the senior citizen home, they will not count it. If you die at home, they will, they will not count it. So that's number two. And number three, very important, you know, very important. I personally know many people working in health industry in China. See, this is what they told me. One of, say, first of all, Remember, right, they only counted the hospital deaths because of the COVID. And number two is, very importantly, many hospitals, when, see, when, a, when a patient dies in hospital, the doctor will give a, a reason, a diagnosis about the reason that caused this patient's death. Right, so they, you know, in many hospitals, they have a, a you know, list of reasons for doctors, doctors to check, you know, this person died from from what cause. Now, in those hospitals, the hospitals purposely did not list it, did not list the COVID as the reason for people to die. So the so in the America they hype up the COVID numbers. In communist China, they suppress the COVID numbers question how bad is this going to get and is this uh are we going to see another round of this that's worse uh is this going to be um what well, do you want to call it, 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 warfare? So it, it's it's being really uh skyrocketing right now all over the country uh they are you're seeing you know the um uh the crematoriums they, they they're running like a crazy they're 24 hours and i heard of a lot of people they on the social media uh, platform in chinese they say, you know, uh, there was a lot of places they bundle the bodies together to burn them uh, in crematorium because people cannot wait. You know, it's, it's too too long of waiting uh, to even get to a uh, crematorium service. So that's what happened. What's happening? And uh, basically, they gave up. They say, well, they want to go to save the uh, China's economy. They they don't care if you are infected or not uh, anymore. Final questions to you, Dr. Bradley. Well, it's a, just as an observation. It's a, it's a question of motivation. It's the agenda that's attempting to be played. In the United States, the oainted offals were supposed to go as high as they could to completely destroy what we are. In China, it's different because there's a blame game that they'll go on, and they want to make sure that everybody understands they're okay to do business with, and they don't give one hang about their people. I mean, this is, they can stack the bodies like sandbags along a river. It doesn't matter to them. And so it's a question of agenda. 
And in the United States, those in the leadership positions have facilitated the agenda they wanted through all the media, through churches, through governors and, and senators and congressmen and mayors and everything else like that. Whereas in China, it's a cover-up uh, policy that is being used in order to facilitate the story they want to be told. It's a state-told story in no the question. United States and in China, and it's just a question of motivation, and that's where How we are right it now. How bad is going to get, man? Well, uh, you, you mean the COVID? Uh, right now, based on uh, uh, based on the report, uh, we based on what we found out, that they probably already have eighty percent of the total population infected already, uh, because China is going to have this uh, its annual People's Congress uh, in March. Uh, that's the time that you know Chairman Xi uh, going went to his third term in last November. So and this March is supposed to be they will select a new government. So they want to well China want to be the Beijing want to be so when March comes. And when the People's Congress new section is coming, they will be able to select a, a new government officials really focusing on to recover their economy. Uh, that's what happened. So they, they, but at this point, they 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 pay basically all give up all their uh, previous policy now. So they want people uh, all infected as quick as possible. So by the time in March, they will be able to full start. Uh, fully, you know, re reopen their economy. That's what happened. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're about out of time. Nansu, we sure appreciate you and your time. Thank you for your courageous reporting and for all you do, sir. Thank you so much for having me. And it was good to uh, talk to uh, Scott again. Thank, thank, you, thank, thank you both. Thanks to you, sir. We appreciate everything you're doing. Come back again. All right. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's a wrap. I wish we had more time. We could talk to, to Nan Sue for quite a long time about all the nefarious agendas we see. But sadly, the United States leadership has partnered with the communists, ladies and gentlemen. And this takedown is not just the communists attacking America, and we're too stupid to know it. Our people are participating. Look, Hunter Biden and the Penn Biden Center must register as foreign agents in the communist nation of china they didn't we need to get to the bottom of that too because i think we're being betrayed by treasonous traitors that's my opinion to which i'm entitled no matter what though god save the republic